Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 81. I am your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we are excited to have with us the inspirational and acclaimed writer, illustrator, teacher, and Pushcart Prize nominee, Ava Zimmett. Ava, thank you for joining us. It's great to be here. Thank you, Barney. Yeah, you're welcome. So this is good. So you, you put out here... So right now, as of the last couple of years, you have a, a children's book, um, and a and and a and a highly acclaimed book on it's a it's a, a poetry book as Collection. well. Yeah, and so we're gonna we'll be excited to talk about each one of those individually. And but first, do you want to kind of give our our viewers and also our listeners who might be driving in a car and 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 listening to this podcast uh, a little bit of background about yourself and how you got into uh writing your works yeah um sure uh it it's um it, it's an indirect uh uh path right. um i i consider you know the the history of how i got to where i am as uh a practice hmm. and um i i see my work as a practice, even the even the products, even the the product of a book, uh, um, the book is is a tangible product. But language language is not, um, and it's it's a it's something that is collaborative with uh, the reader, and um, has a life of its own. A lot like perform. I have a performance background, and um, I. I tend to approach writing that way um, as as a performance that will occur whenever you open the book. Mm. Um, I had uh, early training. My mother was a painter, and she taught me a lot about um, uh, drawing and painting. And I have uh, written uh, for most of my life. So when... Um, when the publisher, I was um, signed on as an editor in a small hybrid publishing house here in um, uh, uh, Vermont. Um, and we got to talking and it turned out I had uh, a bunch of um, poems. And he said, is it enough to make a collection? And it was, so that's how, that's how that happened. Mm. And with the children's book, um, that I illustrated, um, I had, uh, I've got a bunch of children and we would draw together all the time. And, um, I would, uh, start doodling these, uh, these pictures of, of my own, um, memory from my own memory of, of, uh, uh, the ballet world. And it turned into, oh, oh, those are the, though, wow. Those are the sketches that we're seeing. <laughs> um, yeah, from the website, and um, the color one is is uh, is almost what ended up in the book. Uh, they 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 really popped up the color. They they saturated it a lot for the uh, for the children's audience. Mm. Um, but the figure the figure drawing and stuff was um, was something that my mother. Uh, 
wow. drilled drilled into me yeah. um, from an early age. <laughs> and so, so talk to us about. So you, this book came out, uh, Lucy Dancer. So I think you you mentioned so. So you're uh, also teach tango. Is this was this the impetus of this this storyline, or how did you? sit down and say, listen, I'm going to make this book called Lucy Dancer. What was the, what was the, how did that creation phase happen for you? Um, so that, that's a really good question. Uh, um, it's a story, It going back to the practice, the idea of practice, um, the story of Lucy Dancer is uh, more or less I mean, it's based on a true story. We can say that. And uh, the the um, su subject of Lucy Dancer uh, comes to ballet reluctantly. Mm. Um, and then she finds in it um, something, uh, a, a connection, a joy, a comfort, a connection that keeps her in it and allows her to... Um, manage somehow the life outside um, of uh, of dancing. And that was true for me too. And it's not really an exaggeration uh, for me to say that uh, ballet saved, saved me, saved my mm. life. Um, and in that way, I wanted to tell the story of, of what it is to find a practice that will uh, be something that can sustain you find a community that is something that will sustain you um and that's what happened to uh this young dancer in the in the story lucy and it happens to uh many many people who find a community and a practice that uh sustains them hmm. it's healing healing hmm. and at times art is uh life-saving i like to try to emphasize that so, so tango tango came much later <laughs> okay so this book was published in 2019 correct yeah it came out in 2019 so what did you how did it work for you to you know that some budding children's book authors that might be watching or listening say how did you get your book published because you actually did it through this isn't self-published you connected with a um, rootstock publishing correct yep okay yeah, Rootstock Pub Publishing is a hybrid uh, publisher. Um, the the author uh, pays uh, part of the uh, uh, portion of the um, uh, production price, and um, gets to uh, in exchange for that gets to retain uh, more rights, I, I suppose, and mm. than otherwise. I also got the added benefit of um, being able to write and illustrate my book, um, which is really not often the case in children's book. Right. Um, in comic, I, it, you know, it's it, it's all it's all getting very um, uh, blended. Uh, right. But in in traditional uh, children's book publishing, the um, the author is one thing, then the publisher. Uh, um, it's their job to find an illustrator. Uh, and that's part of the reason why I was holding out for so long, because I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> be, 
be because you know it's ballet you know there are not a lot of people who draw ballet right. in 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 a way that i um approve of <laughs> <laughs> it's not horrible it's a, a snobby uh, part of uh ballet but i mean here here's an here's an arabesque um and there's there's the uh teacher doing it uh properly right zoom out um and then there is the uh lucy doing it improperly and then um who would know the difference and then i had so much fun with the fashion the outfits right uh, in the in the rehearsal um, yeah. the rehearsal process right yeah we had uh, so so I guess my my oh I gotta turn my camera around. so so my question too is like so when you when you got this out so I said there's a lot of good reviews on there was that the heavy lifting to get that book out to reviewers was that on your side or is that or did the publishing house do that for you no it's um more uh more on my side than okay. than uh anything that is the other uh deal with uh hybrid publisher is it more of the promotional uh um burden mm. <laughs> um falls on the on the author uh and i i um haven't been connected with the ballet world for years and years so i just um uh, went to the people in the dance world uh, that I knew, and some of them had ballet backgrounds as I did, so they right. they knew what they were looking at, and uh, so it uh, it worked out. Right. So so let me so let me ask you then when you when you when you're putting this together, what is uh, what's the thing you're excited about, and what's the thing that you consider more of the chore? Is like, do you consider yourself a writer who draw? who does art or do you consist of an artist that writes? Um, I, mm, that's really hard to say because I haven't really, um, hit, uh, a, a professional stride in, mm. um, the drawing and illustrating part. Uh, so professionally, I would say I'm a writer, uh, more than an illustrator, but I've, um, I've always done both. Right. Um, and so in my, in my, uh, collection of poetry, I have these, uh, itsy bitsy little, uh, line drawings that are pen and ink, um, which is what I, you know, in Lucy Dancer, that's what I started with is line drawings. And then, and then I, uh, did watercolor over that, um, and, um, ordinarily, uh, I would, I would just do the line drawing. Um, so there is that the it, it as far as uh, neither one is is a chore or a burden um that comes in promotion <laughs> and and so my i'm also curious to do, uh, to talk to you about this as well is that you as a as a, some as a, as a as a dancer as well and also as a writer and an artist you have the passive art form like you you know, if someone's not watching you dance, you're still dancing. So there's that passive art form that's still happening where the active art form of reading a book, the book doesn't read itself. You have to actively be engaged in that book. Do you see there's a, there's a, uh, a different expectation on the different art forms to uh, where you know that the audience is going to be uh, that the, there's um uh, there's the engagement of, of your audience is, 
is determined based off of the genre itself. Does that make sense? Yes, that's a fascinating um, I, idea uh, that I will not be able to answer quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's a really really interesting. What is the experience of of the collaboration of um, because in a book it will sit there until it's read mm. um or somebody reads it to you um and then and then the uh the the listener will have have the experience and they'll also have the experience in memory and also have the experience in rereading it or telling somebody else about it you know once the experience has has been um had uh it can it can repeat uh it will never repeat quite quite the same. And in uh, performing arts, it is um, uh, even more like that. There, There's never any two performances that are uh, alike. Mm. Uh, and, and even if you're watching something that is uh, recorded that was a performance, uh, then, then you get back into the same thing. The, the, um, the viewer has uh, uh, a new experience every time. Um, so in many ways, it's um, it's the same. Um, dancing might be a little more uh, public. I I I love writing because it is so personal. Mm -hmm. I mean, int intimate. Right. Um, a, a you know a single pair of eyes, <laughs> or a single pair of however you're experiencing it, um, will will uh, will have that. Um, and in dancing, there are the dancers, it, it might be a, a whole audience. Um, and it's a little bit more of a group, uh, a group experience. Mm, yeah. Uh, and so talk to us a bit now about, uh, you know, still chatting about your, your children's book and we'll talk mm -hmm. about your poetry in a little bit. Do you, how, What's your the the style itself? Are you someone that will work on a digital? Is it watercolor or describe us how your your yeah? Your, it's it's watercolor. It it went um it the the process of turning it into a, a children's book um a a um committee decision was made <laughs> to saturate the colors um and then and then it went to a digital artist who um did like in the one that you can uh, uh in the finished work there there's saturated uh yellow backgrounds saturated blue backgrounds and it, okay. it it you know the color just pops they did their best to retain my watercolor um mm. uh uh effect um but you you have to look for it um right in, in the in the published book. So what what I do is I I do the line drawing. I don't trace. Um, I uh, that was trained out of me uh, <laughs> by by my my mother who is a, a, a professional artist and yeah. um, she she wouldn't let me as a child. She wouldn't let me use erasers and she wouldn't let me trace and she wouldn't let me draw from photographs. Um, I mean, it's not that she wouldn't let me. She just it w it was clearly extremely disparaging about <laughs> those, those techniques. And so, I um, what I did for the book um, is I I drew them in drafts 
until um, I got one that came out the way I wanted it. Hmm. So I would always draw it freehand with with no no pencil underneath and uh, no tracing, um, so that it would be uh, as as dynamic and as um, much of uh, mimicking the dance itself as it okay. could be. And so, like th this image here, or this is the original one. That's the original. Um, yes. Um, yeah. The, so, what what we're looking at here is um, uh, on the less colorful ones. We're seeing um, it, really a sketch. It it on my you're showing my website, and we're calling those um, side by side images. Um, a, a reveal into the storyboard. So those were early sketches, hmm. um, and uh, they they evolved from there. Okay. And did you have so with with that with that there? So you sent to the publisher that storyboard, like that that sketch there, and then that's when they used the, the digital artist to. No, no, I, I, I continued to refine the, okay. the, the pictures right. and then I did the watercolor on top of them. Um, and the digital artist, um, did the, the, uh, solid saturated background. Huh. So, uh, okay. I'm now behind, really curious. Okay. Behind I'm, the text. I see. So I'm really curious now. So like that, that initial step, that sketch, well, the, the, the first one on the left there were, did you take a watercolor paper and then type out the words or no, but I, I placed them. Um, okay. I right. I've got Photoshop too. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. All so right. I, I, I um, did as much as I could. In fact, I even used a font that my son created. Oh, wow. Um, Cause he's a, he, he does that. He's a, a font designer. And um, so it's it's set in NCT Torin. That was his name for this this particular font. So I I um, you featured his font, and I set the text on the on the um, pictures, okay. and then really all the uh, digital um, artist added was the um, saturated uh, 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 behind the text color. Okay. Like in, in the one we're looking at, it's it's this um, mustard yellow. So how, what was your, because it was through publishing, but plus you said it was like a hybrid, not not really self-publishing and not really publishing house. It was this, this hybrid. How much of a say did you have on the digital artists when they put in that mustard yellow? Did you say great or no, or they said? I, I had, I had some meetings with her and we, we, we hammered it out. Mm. <laughs> so, so you, so you, so it was more or less kind of like a back and forth compromise thing, or did they say this, this will mean a, this is a good, this is a good picture for the picture book or how did that? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, we used all the, uh, yeah, we, we kept everything that I did, the, the order, the order of everything, all my illustrations, uh, we kept that. My my setting the type and and mm. placing the the blocks of text. Um, and uh, for instance, in 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 this one, the the uh, 
digital artist um, split the green background down the middle. Okay. That that was one of her more you know creative um, additions. Um, yeah. That. Okay. That's uh, and and then you know there were there were ones where I had a a glow. There's right in on which way. Uh, on this page, um, I have uh, a glow around the the uh, character, um, and it's you know goes with the text. At mm. at that at one point of concentration, um, an artist really gets in a zone, and everything just sort of vanishes <laughs> around around this this zone. Right. Um, and so I, I had a glow in my, so making that digital was a little bit of a challenge, but she, she did a, a beautiful job on that. Um, and, and so, so, but obviously so you're, you're happy with the product because you had Rootstock Publishing do your, your poetry book as well, correct? Yes. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did my poetry book book as well. Um, who was I to say no when somebody offers to publish your stuff, right? Right. Um, so, so that was uh, uh, delightful. And it was, um, um, it was a little before the pandemic that, that right. we, we made the deal. And then it, it you know, the uh, launch was, was during the pandemic. Um, but I, it, it was, it was wonderful because I, I got to, um, uh, bring it into the world. Um, you, uh, a lot of authors talk about um, talk about a book um, having a birthday right. uh, a year after the launch, and and I can see why because it it really feels uh, as if you're incubating something for a very long time, and then um, and then uh, it comes into the world. Uh, so talk to us a bit about this book. Uh, like it's this is also available um, th through your website. And the, you can get it through other uh, major uh, online book retailers as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Because um, that's the uh, a huge advantage over uh, self publishing. You get um, you get this ISBN number, and you get to. Um, be involved or qualify for all sorts of things that you wouldn't mm. if you were self-published and and so that's uh one reason to hold out for um and and continue grinding through those submissions you know to to um hybrid or or larger house uh publishers is that they have access just solely by virtue of them being a publishing house um, that a self-published uh, author might not have. Okay. So, so talk to us. So, so uh, what can people expect from the, the lost grip? Do you want to kind of give us a background on this one? Yeah. Um, so in the lost grip, um, I, uh, I'm working around a theme of uh, one's relationship to trauma mm. and uh, what it takes to uh, recover from it, survive it, recover from it, um, and uh, be able to move on. 
and that's uh what one can expect right. <laughs> i guess uh, from it it is it is uh not a downer to read this it um one one reviewer said it, that the book is not for the faint of heart um and yet <laughs> it's um it it is it uh took many years for me to come to a place where uh talking about uh something painful uh is not painful for the audience mm. uh and and so that that's that's the process of of uh recovery and moving on that that mm. we can uh it's not exactly a stand up comedy um, but which is the other place where pain just pours you know right. from the stage um uh but uh neither is it uh a a a you know a, a brutal revisiting of of um uh uh trauma right and so did so what did you see uh, as you say you mentioned that this this came out your work this book was already kind of written sort of before before the pandemic correct mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and did you see a lot of uh, a lot of this as going through you know for the last 14 months you know we've as we've been kind of going through our own shared trauma with yeah. everybody on this as well do you see uh any of your stories your, your personal stories and poems in here resonating for uh for uh, for people who who might be experiencing um shared trauma on different types of trauma or is it more specific I I think that it can resonate for uh, a, a range mm. of of trauma uh, because it is it comes down to the feeling of being imprisoned or the feeling of being caught trapped oppressed and mm. certainly those themes have uh, have um, had a lot of light sh um, shown on them mm. uh, recently. Uh, we're we're seeing light um, on our own history, our uh, as a as a country, uh, in ways that um, were omitted or suppressed before, and that um, that is a way that anybody who's experienced uh, uh, trauma can can relate to that the silencing, right is uh something a lot of us can um can relate to i think and and what it takes to uh find the voice and and to um uh acknowledge recognize validate and uh and move on and, and do you see yourself as a, as a writer in this particular sense do you see uh, there's doing a children's book and then writing a you know a, you know and writing a book of uh of poetry about trauma what was the the direction that you had to take from say a uh to reaching out to do for like from a from a from a not a publishing perspective but from um from a marketing perspective uh how easier different was it between those two specific books 
it, not so easy and um, very, very different. Mm. Um, in the children's book uh, world uh, is also beginning to open up and uh, books are being written for very young people about very difficult subjects right. in, in an accessible and age appropriate way. And I'm so happy to be seeing that. I, I tried to do that um, uh, myself a little with just, um, gl just glimpses of um, the Lucy's, uh, this in the children's book, Lucy's uh, life at home was not, it, it's just glimpses that it wasn't all, you know, mm. roses. She wasn't, um, it, it wasn't all roses. And, um, uh, and, and to be able to uh, find something that is, that is uh, a bridge um, and her own path. Um, and the, the uh, book of poetry, um, th that world is also opening up to uh, um, things that you could do with poetry that you couldn't, um, th that were not published. They're, they weren't popular before, mm. but they're much more popular now. Um, so there are uh, su there's subject matter that is um, more uh, acceptable now, and there is um, uh, a lot of hybrid form um, in in uh, poetry now, and it's it's also having kind of a uh, its moment of fame. Mm. Uh, poetry has become wildly popular in the past year. <laughs> um, I'm happy to be in on that. <laughs> it's and it's interesting. So, like as a as a creator, as an artist, did you? Was there ever a decision out of you know both stories to say, hey, this would make more sense as a children's book, or this would make more sense as a book of poetry, uh, to to say, and then also any of your other, since you've been a success in both genres, um, it does also give you that ability not to be kind of shoehorned into a certain type of writer, which is great right from the beginning. Do you see yourself? Uh, opened up to say, hey, uh, I might write a novel next, or I might do another children's book, or I might do another book of poetry. So like, how many, how many things are, how many is they call them the whips, the work in progresses? How much do you have mm -hmm. spinning in your, spinning in your background right now? It, it is a, uh, it, it's a, a constant um, mm, uh, practice for mm. me to uh, stay focused because uh, there, there are so many things that would be fun to do. Right. Uh, what I, it, there are children's books that are being written in, um, in verse. They call mm. it verse. It's basically poetry. It's basically poetry, but it, it, it continues right. into a longer narrative. Uh, and so there are all these hybrid forms coming up, and it's it's uh, very very exciting. Um, it goes with I think the the mood of of uh, the world that people are opening their eyes to uh, seeing things that are uh, not so boxed and categorized anymore. That there's a, a blend, there's a range of of experience and um, uh, relationships that we can have. So I um. I I would if I could uh, write another children's book. 
uh, I had a lot of ideas about what what to do for that. Uh, and uh, but I'm my focus now is more on short form poetry, um, mm. uh, haiku, and those types. Uh, senryu, tanka, um, the the haibun. Uh, what else? Uh, there, there's a bunch of them, but they're all quite uh, short form. And so, if I put another, um, that that would be the next thing that I re- really like to do, if I could, is mm. put out a, a book of uh, short form poetry. Would you do your illustrations on those? Yeah, I think I I would actually do more. Um, there's another uh, form of poetry that is the uh, haiku um, uh, overlaid on a on a picture. Um, and, uh, I could do that or I could just illustrate with, uh, more of my line drawings. Uh, it's fun to have a home for, uh, something that, that I really like to do. It's just these little line drawings. It's like, oh, but it's not an oil painting. That's not real art, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's what I do though. (laughs) So, uh, it's, it's really fun to, to, um, pair, pair all these, all these things and find, find uh niches and homes and look if you have other stores that you really would 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 you ever like if you have like a a, an idea of like a a a script or a a a children's book that you might be working on would you say "Ah, you know i don't have time to write and illustrate it and would there's ideas of reaching out to children's book illustrators or going to rootstock and saying hey I got a good script here. Would you do that? Or would you also be reaching out to them and say, Hey, if you have a, somebody that's looking for an illustrator, I wouldn't mind doing that as well. Which would you be preferential? Do you like to do your own for both? I, I like to do my own, uh, cause I have such a visual background. Uh, there are some illustrators that I really admire and, um, they're probably out of my range for you know how, how uh, for collaborating uh, with them, but I've I've got a, a handful of illustrators I would I would just bow to if they wanted to um, do uh, uh, work work with uh, my writing. Um, and every now and then I, I I think oh you know I could and, and little you know uh, line drawing pictures occur to me and I. I could uh, sketch those, so it wouldn't. Uh, uh, it would not offend me if somebody <laughs> asked me to to collaborate um, as either a a writer or an illustrator. That's great. So where can so where can people if they if they want to if they want to buy if they, if they want to uh, buy a copy of the Lost Grip or Lucy Dancer, where's the the best place they can go to get that? Uh your local bookshop. There you go. <laughs> uh, and if it's not on the shelf, uh, ask them to order it. Uh, mm. Local bookshops are, um, uh, you know, local th- things in general are struggling. Right. Um, and uh, so the local bookshop here is uh, Bear Pond Books in Montpelier, Vermont. And uh, uh, going to your own would be just as good. And Rootstock Publishing, of course. And they they have their 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 list of books right there online as well, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much, Ava. This has been fantastic, and it was a 
It was a genuine pleasure chatting with you. Likewise. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you very much. Here. All right. And you can check out e, uh, uh, Ava Zimmet. You can also go to avazimmet.com as well. And uh, Linktree as well. Ava Zimmet on Linktree. Okay. And you have a list of all of your things there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, I like the format. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh. Don't you just love, don't you just love Vermont internet? I tell you, it's uh, exciting stuff. Yeah. When I was uh, teaching English uh, to uh, people across, uh, you know, on the other side of the, the world, um, I needed to get a, a, uh, a cable for the mm. router um, because even that kind of, you know, a fraction of a second lag was, um, you couldn't see the mouth and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, we're, we're in the middle of talk. We're in the middle of talking about Rootstock Publishing, and all of a sudden, I saw everything started spinning. I'm like, "Oh, is that on my side?" <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, I saw my little icon just go, like you know, the picture of like the disconnected globe on my icon. I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, now you've frozen. Oh, did I freeze again? Oh, oh. no, but you're no. back. You're okay, back. Okay, I'm back. All right, all right, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll take it from that. We'll take it from the part where that is.